Christmas. Well, today has been a, uh, what would you describe it as, Josh? Uh, a palaver, I would describe it as. I'd, I'd describe it as a classic alternative London escapade. Yeah, and a classic alternative London day. Um, really unprepared, forgot the microphones, went to, this is our fifth venue that we've actually tried to record in today. There was no room at any of the inns, um, but we were given salvation by the beautiful Ziad at the, uh, at the commercial tavern. And uh, yeah, throw in a bit of day drinking and it's just alternative London in a nutshell, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas no, miracle. I honestly this. didn't think we were, we were going to get it done today. I'm actually pretty exhausted just from trying, to be honest. But um, anyway, before we go any further, um, this is our Christmas special and... Um, we're going to answer. I've got. I've got uh, a co-host here today, uh, Josh Jevons. Those of you who know Alternative London know Josh. Those of you that don't know um, uh, Alternative London, oh, actually, well, 2022 was the year that Josh left and came back. Um, so came crawling back. Yeah. Well, um, and. I thought I'd, I'd, I don't think I've ever told you this story, but uh, when I thought of it, I thought this would make a good introduction for for Josh. For those of you who don't know him, um, <laughs> so this is all based on a true story. Okay, this is real life events. Um, Josh had been working at Alternative London for ten or eleven years. Um, over that time, I'd like to think that we became more than colleagues. I'd, I'd like to say we were friends. He's nodding. I'm, I'm just going to leave you can't that. Ju- you, can't ju- you can't just I'm, nod on a podcast. Yeah, I was going to leave that silence for effect. It's <laughs> his first podcast, everybody. Uh, yeah. So um, anyway, we, we became, we became uh, more than, slightly more than colleagues, I, I thought. And, um, work and chums. Work chums, yeah. And, and, you know, when you've worked with someone for 10 years and then the, your, your company has been built with them and then they decide to leave. Um, it's quite an emotional thing. So on the, on the last day that you were working at Alternative London, Josh, um, before you rose again like a phoenix from the ashes, you... Um, Such a polite way to put it. Thanks, ma'am. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, um, I... Uh, one of my hobbies outside of work is is cycling. Uh, I like to go out for a nice long bike ride on a weekend to like clear my head, and uh, I often go out into the beautiful country lanes of Essex. So I'm just setting the scene here. I was out on a lovely long bike ride in Essex. I'm seeing it. In the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, it's Josh's last day at Alternative London, and you know, start feeling a little bit emotional about it. But as I get into the countryside, forget all about that, and I'm just out on my bike. Uh, I put in my headphones and um, just go on to like random Spotify stuff. And uh, are you familiar with a band called Derek and the Dominoes, Josh? I'm not. Well, I'm sure that you would know their hit, uh, Layla. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know Layla. Unforgettable. Yeah. So there I am cruising along on my bike. Forgetting all about Josh, just thinking, oh, this yeah. Is a, this is a good bike cruise tune. It's a tune. good bike cruise tune, but for anyone that knows Layla, you know that it has two parts to it, right? So as I'm just cruising along my bike, forgetting everything, all of a sudden, part two. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is that a drop of rain coming down my face? <laughs> no, it's not. It's a tear rolling down my cheek. I start, I, I look up and I see a cloud, a, an orange cloud in the sky. And all I can think of is Josh Big Ginger Beard. <laughs> and and it, it, it all just gets too much for me. 
I pull over, have a little coffee break, and I send Josh like uh, a, a really nice text saying, "Josh, I can't believe you're leaving." Like it's like uh, anyway, you know what I said. I don't need to make it public. Oh yeah, and, yeah uh, I remember every word of that text message. There you go. Uh, yeah. Do you remember? Uh, yeah. So then I go to get back on my bike, and the text comes in, beep beep, and um, oh, it's Josh. He's texting back, and he's like. Oh, thanks, man. I'll leave the key in the usual place. See you around. <laughs> words to that effect. So, everybody, that's my co-host today, Josh Jevons. Oh, uh, yep. Um, what an introduction. Thank you, Gaz. Yeah, no worries. Is that um, our song now? And that's our song, We've isn't it? Song, Layla. Finally. I mean, there's two, there's two sides to it as well, isn't there? So, like, yeah, I suppose, like, when you came back as well, there's two sides to that story as yeah. well. You came back and, like, you know, I sent you this beautiful message about how much I was going to miss you, and you came back, and the first thing I did was text you and say, Josh, why don't you take the fucking bins out, mate? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, like, the, I mean, there's always been a practicality to our friendship. Yeah. Hasn't there? But, you know, we're on the podcast. A, fun- a functionality. Yeah, but it's lovely, it's lovely to have you as my co-host. And, Thanks for having um, me. Yeah, and I think part of the reason for that is because we put out questions for, um, for our, our listeners to, to, put, to put to us today. So you're going to be the, uh, you're going to be the, the questioner. Um, but before I'm, I'm we start... I'm going to represent the listener. You're representing the listener, Maybe. yeah. Not that you actually ever listen to it, but you're representing the listener. So uh, first we'll <laughs> do, should we do crackers first. Cool. Yeah. I won that one. Yeah. I never win a cracker. Okay. That's the crackers. Two something, wins. something heavy. Um, Bottle opener. Dropped out there. Whoa! Nice, amazing. Um, That's another theme of our work-based friendship. That is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and the Christmas hat. So we've got the crackers for a Christmas hat. And um, do you want to do presents now? <laughs> um, was I supposed to bring a present? Uh, is that what you say to everyone at Christmas? Was I supposed <laughs> to bring a present? <laughs> I feel like you haven't uh, prepped me very well. Do you know what? Guys. You know what this time of year is. Don't, well, anyway, I brought you a little present. It's a little. Uh, it's a little bottle of brandy. A little uh, bottle of brandy legend. to have um, while we're recording the well, podcast. Well, I did bring you a present, and it's a little bottle opener. Oh, thank you, mate. So, that's happy a, Christmas. That's exactly what I wanted. Thank you so much. Um, so yeah, we're gonna um, do some questions from the from the listeners should we should we crack on with the questions josh have you got them yeah i've got uh got a little list on my phone here amazing so first question on the list mm-hmm. is what are you most proud of what am i uh is i don't know if that means in it's quite vague i don't know if that means in, in my life, life or yeah. in the podcast or for Alternative London. Well, what, um, what pops up in your mind when you hear that, that question? That's a good question, Josh. I'm glad I got you on to do this. Um, I knew <laughs> you'd be great at this. Um, what am I most proud of? My daughter. She is just the most wonderful human being, and I'm very, very lucky to have her in my life. That's big up, Zadie. Big up, Zadie. So that's, um, that's the thing I'm most proud of. I think with the, if, if we're talking about the podcast, I think... Um, I think the most the thing I'm most proud of is um, is getting it started because behind this um, sort of veneer of confidence, I'm actually quite a uh, an introverted and introspective person. Um, so to do anything like where I'm putting myself out there, um, it, it doesn't always come that naturally to me. So to actually have started it and just to get it out there and to overcome that, um, I, I was quite proud when it when it came out, and I was like. I didn't know how it was going to land. Didn't know. I, I didn't really care what what happened with it. I just wanted to do it, so I did it. And and I think for anyone wanting to start a project, I've heard this from so many guests that we've had on the podcast. Everyone has said 
it's just about getting the ball rolling and not caring about the 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 end product so that's something that's really stuck with me as well yeah yeah fair play man i think that kind of um can that relates to you know obviously my background's Mm. art art making i think it relates to that it's like quite a a hard thing to do is to get started you know to have the idea that's like that's the fun bit and then the hard work starts when it comes to actually, like you say, getting the ball rolling. So fair play to you, man, getting it done. Um, And uh, yeah, how's it going so far? How's the ball rolling? The ball's rolling, absolutely loving it. It's been uh, been a massive learning curve, I think. It's been, um, yeah, it's been totally different to what I thought it would be. Um, I've had to really learn new skills, like of of having these conversations and trying to get, the best representation of that person out to the listener and I'm still learning it and I'm really enjoying that really enjoying that process David Speed who kind of inspired me to start the podcast um who was one of our first guests he he said on the podcast he was like if you you know phone someone up and say do you want to come and have a chat for an hour they might they might not but if you say do you want to come and sit down and record something for an hour they gen- they generally would say yes to that and just having access to like these amazing people that you really look up to. Um, some of them you know, some of you don't know. And uh, yeah, and that's been the, the, the amazing thing for me, just, the, um, just the, the people really, and just that having a really in-depth conversation with someone. We don't do it yeah. enough, do we? No, we don't. It's, yeah, it's a privileged position maybe you found yourself in to kind of tap really into is. that with yeah. these people that you find interesting. It really is, yeah. Next question. Well, mentioning David Speeds, I think there's a, a question from David. Oh, on the list. lovely. So we'll, that's a beautiful segue into that. It's almost like, you know what you're doing, Gaz. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing it. You're doing it, Josh. I think, uh, I think this is David's one. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, what is something that has happened through having a podcast that you didn't expect? Oh, that's a very good question. That's, that's, a, that's a podcaster's question, isn't it? Yeah, David runs the Creative Rebels podcast, by the way, with uh, Adam Brazier. So check that out if you uh, if you if you don't already know it. But um, yeah, the um, oh, I think the thing that's happened that's kind of been most unexpected is when I started the podcast, it was kind of an extension to our tours and our activities. So it was like if someone comes and does this with us, they can go away and listen to this afterwards and kind of get a, a, a deeper dive into the the people in the area that we kind of that we that we talk about. Um, what I didn't expect was it to then kind of have a life of its own and people um, come to the podcast from, from different places that, that didn't know about us. So I was, at a, I was at a gallery opening this year and I had my alternative London t-shirt on, the very one I'm wearing now. You might be able to see it under the Christmas lights I'm also wearing. Every time I see you, you're wearing it. I worry about your personal hygiene, <laughs> to be honest. I've got like, I've got three of them. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> um, yeah, so... Some, I, was, I was wearing this T-shirt, I was at an opening and someone came up and was like, oh, are you, guys, are you the guy from the Alternative London podcast? Wow. I'm like, yeah, I am. Um, and he's like, oh, I really love that episode you did with Saki and I really loved it. And I was like, fuck, man. Like, and then I was, doing, I was doing a tour and a street artist that I really like um, saw me and shouted over. He's like, Alternative London podcast, love it. Amazing. Like, fuck, man. Like, this is a thing now. Like so, so that, that, that logo I designed. That is logo doing that you designed, you. man. Everyone's All like recognizing me by it. I know, yeah. but then like it's a great logo. But yeah, um, but yeah, um, 
I didn't expect it to kind of have a life of its own in this way and Mm. to grow into something that people know it, uh, but they don't know us already. So that's been really good. Yeah, Yeah. nice. Um, There's a few good ones on the list. Um, As we're mentioning podcasts, I don't know who's asked this question, but podcast heroes, question mark? Oh, well, Any particular, I think, do you know what? Oh, you mentioned David Speed. Yeah. Um, do you know what? It was actually you that really got me into podcasts, Josh. And one of the first ones that you sent my, me... My world-famous podcast that I put out. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I'd, if you carry on like this, do you know what I mean? You're not far off. Manifest um, it. You're a natural. Um, yeah, no, I think... Um, the, you, you kind of got me into them. One of the first ones was um, Bob and Andy, uh, Bob Mortimer um, and Andy. Um, Atletico Mints. Atletico Mints. Atletico yeah. Mints, just brilliant podcast. Yeah. I love Bob Mortimer anyway. So that was really good. Um, Scroobius Pip, um, Louis Theroux, Adam Buxton, and um, Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Absolutely love their podcast as well. Um, so. Yeah, I, I think um, if I could be anything close to any of those people in the future, that would that would be uh, yeah, quite quite amazing. Nice, yes. And when I bring out my podcast, I'll, I'll reference you in the same way. I'm sure. It'll be like when um, Adam Buxton had a podcast and Louis Theroux, his mate, brought out one. Yeah, wouldn't it? And he was like, "Fuck, are you doing yeah. doing a podcast? That's my <laughs> that's my realm. That's my area." But you know, oh, Louis, <laughs> typical Louis. Um, highlight of 2022, as Ooh. we're um, as we're doing the wrap up. This is the wrap up, by wrap the way. Up. Yeah, this is the wrap up. I did actually write a Christmas wrap as well, but I'm not going to do it because it's um, it's a mixture of um, too rude and just a bit shit. So. And you've only had one and a half pints. I know, and so Josh has got a theory the that as soon off. as I have two pints, that's it, like the floodgates open and I yeah. just didn't say anything. So we'll see how we go. Give it, give it another 15 minutes and, and yeah, we'll test the water might, might be on that table doing a <laughs> Christmas wrap. Um, I hope so. I hope so. I'll, I'll send it in if we drop it in later. But yeah, no, the highlight of 2022, starting the podcast. Again, again, quite ambiguous maybe because highlight of 2022, yeah. talking, talking podcasts, are we talking street art? Are we talking life yeah all right well i suppose the highlight from it was starting the podcast that was like something a new project that's been really good and i've really enjoyed it so i'd say that was the highlight i suppose having i I mean the overall highlight is um running the kind of company that we run kind of having some semblance of normality back Mm -hmm. that's been a pretty big highlight Um, yeah i mean yeah, it's a bit of a gift, really, because didn't know if it was ever going to be a thing again. We didn't know if we were ever going to come back. So um, so 2022 has kind of been that year where we've come back and we've come back with something new as well with the podcast. And it's been um, and it's been enjoyable. You know, it's been a really enjoyable year in that in that sense. Um, Deserved after some I hard think, times. I think we deserved it, didn't we, Josh? Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, because 2021 was like the year of the... I mean, 2020 was like start of the pandemic. 2021 was the start of the end of the pandemic. But I think that was also the year that we had a massive fire in the warehouse as well, wasn't it? In our workshop. So, (laughs) so, I mean, what was the highlight of 2022? Not having a fire. Yeah, people have just heard you say having a massive fire in the studio space, then me laugh, (laughs) which is like maybe massively inappropriate. But... 
Um, I think just the fact that you started the fire accidentally. Only because you left a fucking heater plugged in, Josh. <laughs> if we're going to go there, only because you left the heater plugged in. So when I like plugged my tools in, the heater came on and set fire to everything. It was, oh, it was terrifying, I tell you. Um, but anyway, thanks so, to the, so it was my fault then. Well, it was everyone's so, yeah, fault, okay, wasn't yeah. it? But thanks to the London Fire Brigade, they came and and the extractor fixed. fan units that and you the had extractor put in, fan units which... and our neighbour Salim. Salim is like he runs like a textile hey, workshop. Yeah, man, he runs like a textile workshop underneath us. They like make school uniforms, and he's about sixty years old. And as soon as the fire started, and I was like firing the extinguishers out here and wasn't really doing anything and we had like bear in mind we had like 100 spray cans in there like if they would have gone up like the whole place would have like it would have been like a bomb a very colorful bomb but anyway and do you know what salim came up and he like was giving me his fire extinguisher and he was trying to come in and like help with the extinguishers and i was like dude don't do that like um so yeah big up Salim, big up our neighbours, and I suppose today our neighbours have all helped us because we forgot the microphones and 93 Feet East um, provided, someone provided us space. Uh, I've, got, I've got a real Christmas feeling, I think, now, Josh. But yeah, so the highlight of 2022 yeah. in that roundabout way. And the fact that you're wearing fairy lights and there's <laughs> ivy and fairy lights twinkling on the, on the upstairs of the commercial tavern. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone came through. And I love how you were running around East London with the most East London crisis that I can think of. <laughs> I'm supposed to be recording a podcast, forgot my microphones, please someone help me. And no one like fluttered an eyelid, yeah. no one called you a wanker and shut a door in your face. People no. were like, okay, I feel your pain. Let's try and work together yeah. to get you these microphones that you need to record a podcast. So yeah, um, it all came through. It all yeah. came through. And you know what? Do you even know that 93 feet East, the, that venue used to be the stables of the brewery. We're talking about the guys in the manger, Josh. They were the ones that came to our salvation. Have you planned this? If you you didn't know better. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, next question. Um, Okay. Um, There's one I want to leave for now. So maybe favourite street art piece of... 2022 oh well you know as well as i do that we were i was actually going to do this as the christmas special episode it was going to be um like a rundown of our favorite street art but i just don't think that that makes very good listening in such a visual um art form um but what what i wanted what i wanted you to do for this bit josh i tell you what i'm going to do my i'm going to do my top five and what i'm going to do i'm going to ask you to get your telephone out and send me a message of what you think my top five are going to be, okay? Pieces, or will I get away with an artist? Yeah, you can get away with an artist, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can, you can say the I'm, artist I'm, or the piece. I've got a good, good shout as to what I think you'll say artist-wise. Okay, yeah, I, I think you know me well enough. Um, but let's see. And the fact that I don't know how to spell their name is probably a bit of a clue. <laughs> oh, he's giving it away. But don't worry, Stu's going to edit this little silent moment. Thanks, Stu. Okay, and any other nods that I put in there? <laughs> yeah. Nods and head shakes. Oh, hang on, this is going to be my top five. It's my top five. Okay. Um, okay, so that's going to take some time. So there will be some edits required now. Okay, Josh, so let's see your text. Two or three you've got. You're going to kick yourself when you hear them. 
You really are. I mean, in my defence, there's about a million artworks out there. There is about a million artworks, yeah. And okay. All, a year is a long time. Yeah, so I think... Yeah, a year is a long time, and my perception of time isn't very good either, so I have to be careful, because I think like <laughs> yeah, something my... that was done now was actually done like two <laughs> yeah, years ago. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so my top five um, pieces of street art stroke um, artists this year, and this is in no particular order. Um, Helch. Called it. Yay. I just, honestly, what that guy does with a roller... I've never seen anyone do it. I've got so much respect for what he does, the way that he does it, and the the volume of work that he puts out, like all city, everywhere. Like the, it's like he just came out of nowhere and then just like, yeah, just um, man on a mission. Ah, oh, man on a mission, and like, yeah, and he's taken like the the scene in a different direction, and um, yeah, I, 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 I've got massive respect for him. Um, Perspice there. Um, yay, nice one. Yeah, I'm a massive fan of the artist and the person. Um, he's been doing the string stuff for, for years, um, but just in the last sort of year or so, he started doing the, the imagery, the realism with the string. And this year, he broke the, uh, the world record for the longest piece of uh, thread and nail art. And, it, and it's just, um, yeah, it's amazing. And... Um, Again, I just I just love what he does and, and the way that he's taken, you know, you start getting to a point after you've been following this stuff and documenting it for a long time where you think you've seen everything. And then when someone like just chucks in something totally new and fresh, it's just amazing to see. And I've, I've got so much respect for him for doing that. Um, who else? Um, Connor Harrington. Okay. Yeah, so we haven't seen many Connor Harrington pieces in London uh, for the last few years. And then in the summer, he painted on the gate of the Truman Brewery, where his studio is. And, um, and it was just a real nice reflection of kind of where he's at now. It's, yeah. it's got everything that he's always the, had. The guy wrapped up in the bunting. In the bunting, yeah, yeah that, that kind was, of celebratory... Uh, yeah, it's kind of maybe that motif of people um, pulling down statues and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's like really of its time. Um, it got bombed and like absolutely covered in tags and graph within a couple of days. And then he came and did another piece like a few days later. And it was like, I think even a little bit better. <laughs> and then that got bombed straight away. But just to have like two Connor Harringtons that you know aren't going to last for very long in that really short period of time. Yeah. And um, someone who's become such an amazing painter, but the style was just kind of loose and, um, yeah, really kind of, um, yeah, un unrefined, but still just amazingly beautiful, wasn't it? So Yeah, and I've, been, I've personally enjoyed kind of over the years seeing, like, him refine his concept as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, to kind of... Yeah, the the metaphor, the visual metaphors that he uses that, you know, are kind of, yeah, they're, and I think, you know, kind of sharing a similar art background coming from the graffiti scene and kind of then getting more into the fine art stuff as I kind of got older and, yeah, kind of, uh, yeah, I can relate, I think, on, on a certain level. So, yeah, that mm. was, 
if I'd have remembered those, I definitely would have included <laughs> it's been, them. It's been a long year, man. It, it um, who else? Um, I did, and to be fair, all of the all of the tags and throwies that went up over the top looked sick as well. It just like, looked like it was supposed the, to be there. Yeah, yeah. The, the color yeah. color combos was was on point. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And Connor I don't wouldn't have minded that much. Yeah, do you know what? I don't know Connor well, but um, last time I did have a chat with him, uh, we did talk a bit about about Graf and uh, and Helch actually painted a piece, um, his uh, Connor's piece on Hanbury Street uh, that's been there for years. It kind of got painted over a little bit, and and he was going to redo it, but then Helch painted a piece on that, and Connor said, oh, "I don't want to paint it now because I like I like the Helch," and I was like, "Man, that's like." It's a shame that you're not going to paint it, but it's sick that like yeah. you've got an appreciation for like this really high level graph. Yeah, that's it. Because if you come if you come from a certain culture, you kind of you understand it. That's you know, it. On a certain level. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, uh, Fleming Cranio. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a banger. Honestly, I, banger. I haven't I haven't managed to post it because it's so hard to to capture in a photograph, and that's one of the things that I love about it that you that you have to see it in person. Yeah. You have to look at it you have to walk along it it's such a long piece of artwork those of you who don't know phlegm we've, we've done like he's done a few things with us over the years and um and and I, I just everyone that knows me knows that i just rate him like as as the best and also cranio like they they probably are two of my favorite artists both in the way that they work their style their ethos and as people you know and um and when Cranio came to London, he did a lot of pieces and he did a lot of collaborations. And we talk about that on the on the podcast episode with him. But the one with Flem, their styles just go together so well. And and they're talking in this piece about kind of um, Flem's characters, which are black and white. Uh, he's treating those as kind of I I see it as the the white man um, taking over the Amazon and destroying it with all of their heavy artillery. But the people of the Amazon. Uh, standing up for their their land and it's uh yes yeah, just i mean stylistically it's amazing but there's a there's a concept with it and it's well thought out and i would go as far as to say it's one of the you know again when you think you've seen everything and you're like you you know things don't um blow you away that much that blew me away i was yeah. like this is the level now this is as good as a collaboration can ever get. It was a perfect <laughs> collaboration. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so hats off to those guys. Um, and what's my favorite, Josh? I'll give you a clue. We saw it earlier when we were trying to find somewhere to do this recording. I mean, I was, my assumption was that Jonesy would get a mention in the oh, Well, in the notable list. mention for Jonesy. Yeah, honorable but, mention. But the honorable mention for Jonesy, but the problem with Jonesy is he does so much work and I've got no idea when he fucking does them. So <laughs> yeah. I, if I say it was the best this year, it probably would have been like yeah. four years ago you, or something you like found that. It this year. I yeah. mean, everyone knows that I love Jonesy, don't they? Yeah. But no, uh, it's it's Ben Wilson because Ben Wilson painted me on a oh, chewing gum. I should have known the and ego that, would come the out. The ego! <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? I'll tell you what, that is probably one of the first pieces of artwork that uh, we did the podcast. He took a photo of me in the podcast studio. I got home. A few hours later, he said, oh, I'm going to do a painting of this, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
a few hours later, I got a message through, and it was from Ben, and it was a picture of me on a piece of chewing gum, uh, and I cried. And I think that was one of the first pieces of artwork that genuinely made me cry. I thought it was such a beautiful thing for him to do. Um, so how can that not be in the top five, you know? Yeah. But you did well, Josh. You got, um, you got, you got three out of five there, yeah. I think. I, I tried really hard. Yeah. Um, I also <laughs> want to say that, again... My alternative London logo is in that Ben Wilson. So it like is, that, that, isn't that it? Appeals to my wow. ego also. So yeah, it uh, ticks many boxes. That chewing gum painting. Yeah, that's but amazing. That cool. And it looked good today in the rain as well. It was all yeah, like, really yeah. vibrant, nice and clear. It got a little wash off in the rain, yeah, didn't yeah. it? When I when I uh, show people that one, I, I I pour a little bit of water on it and give it a little <laughs> clean up first. Yeah. Give it a little kiss. And yeah, stroke. give it a little kiss. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's going to go soon, but yeah, it's, it's actually right. the second piece he did for me. The first uh, we were on the way to um the pub the dragon bar for a drink on my birthday a few years ago and um and we bumped into him painting on the street and i was like ben come and have a drink it's my birthday he's like no no i'm gonna carry on with the painting and we went back and he put uh in the windows of the building that he was painting he put for gary 20 whatever um this is a bromance that i'm really yeah but it was like it was like oh that's nice but then when he actually painted like a portrait of me and, and immortalised the podcast. That was, uh, that, that was pretty special. Yeah, that cool. Any more questions? Yeah, there was... Because we've got our Christmas drinks in the men, so we've got... We're gonna have okay, to get well, there's, there's two bit, more on so... the list. Let's get, let's get these two more out. Yeah. Um, Favourite guests? Oh, other than me, well, obviously. Uh, do you know what, Josh? You're up there. Well, you're not a guest. You're a co-host. And uh, maybe we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll be seeing a bit more... Maybe we'll be seeing a bit more of you next year. Um, but yeah... Um, I mean, that's such a difficult one, isn't it? Uh, Favourite guest. Because you're, you're going to offend everyone else. Going to offend <laughs> everyone else. Uh, can we break it into like, it's going to be too long if I start breaking it into categories and stuff. And um, Who, Okay, so I'll, I'll um, slightly, I'll take liberties and slightly alter the question. Mm-hmm. Which guest surprised you the most? Oh, that's a good one. Um one thing I will say, if we flip it and say, like, who, who, like, wasn't the best guest, well, every single person that I've had on, there hasn't been a single person that I've got on this podcast that has been like, ah, that was a bit shit, or, ah, I didn't, like, I didn't feel like they were, I didn't connect, or they weren't very good. Yeah, like, there wasn't a single bad guest, and that has been really surprising, that, like, everyone that has come on, if I've known them quite well already, they've brought something that I didn't know, or they've been, like, really open and honest, and some, and some of the people that I didn't know at all have been, like, so open and and discussed like really personal things and when we're dealing with like quite a niche um subject matter for the amount of variety that we've had with the people i think it's been it's been quite amazing um the person that kind of surprised me the most i would say any like who like any bombshells you're like wow i've never considered that from that angle before or yeah and i do you know what i think my favorite guest was jade lb Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, because uh, along with people like Maharanjam and Nadia Stuckey, their lived experience is so different to mine. And I got to learn so much about their life and what brought them to where they are in their process. Um, and, and they did it in such an open and honest way. And to feel that someone... Because, you know, when JLB did the podcast, um, she was 
um, completely anonymous, you know, and we deal with a lot of people that are kind of anonymous by nature, dealing with like graffiti and street eyes. So you wouldn't think that that would be a thing, but because it was out of our normal realm, she, she agreed to do it. And I think because she trusted that we would um, kind of honor that um, anonymity. And um, not long after that, she was in Stormzy's music video as one of the inspirational black creatives. It's yeah. a great video. Yeah, and that was like the first time I think that she kind of put her face out there. And then after that, she's not been quite as secretive. So I think that was like probably the last time that like she did something as the kind of anonymous version of herself. And for her to kind of have the trust to do that, but then more to open up in the way that she did and to talk to someone like me um, about everything that she's been through. I just felt, uh, yeah, I felt really, really humbled by that episode. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's amazing timing almost yeah, to, to have that, that interaction at that time as well, yeah. Yeah, normally, like, my timing is fucking terrible. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like, maybe that's what was so special about Yeah, maybe, it. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, JDLB, favourite episode. Sorry, everyone else, but yeah. Yeah, fair, though, fair. Um, okay, last one, and this is... I save this till last for kind of like selfish personal reasons because this is something that doing tours I get asked so many times I'm sure you do as well um, and it's always kind of like it's really hard to find an answer but really interesting to ask it back to the people on the tours like well what do you think um, but the question is what's the future of street art mm. yeah we do get asked stuff like that a lot um I'm just going to, hang on, I'm just going to get out my little crystal ball. Um, <laughs> oh, put it away. Get it. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a family I, show. Do you know what? Every, uh, every time I, um, every time you think it's going in one direction, I'm talking quite specifically about London and East London here, but every time you think it's going in one direction, you get thrown a curveball and it does something totally different. And, and I love that. And when we're talking about people like Helch, that is like, that's a movement, that's a moment. It's like, uh, for Shoreditch, the, you know, a lot of the area is either being developed, so the, the walls that people paint on are being knocked down, or those walls are being taken up for painted advertisements now. So that's the direction that that starts to go in. And then all of a sudden you have this massive like resurgence back to letter style graffiti but done in a different way with the rollers like with people like Helch and um, uh, so every time you think it's going one direction it kind of goes somewhere else but I think for London it will be more advertised paid murals I think that's the way that that's going and you cannot um, you cannot um, begrudge artists for um, getting paid to paint you can't do that but we also cannot categorise Paid advertising as street art. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, maybe that's yeah, true. Yeah. Maybe that's it's a good point. A, rev a new revenue stream for artists. Yeah. To help them, but like to kind of see an artist like Sweet Tooth come back to the streets of East London, and him and Burning Candy are one of the reasons why I wanted to be in East London, like many, 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 many moons ago. To like be walking around with a load of people that I've met like 25 minutes before on a tour and then see like brand new Sweet Tooth and kind of the, the fanboy, the geek in me like comes out and like the passion kind of comes through and you can kind of get other people to kind of appreciate, you know, and it's not just about that artist, it's about 
that artist maybe giving you the opportunity to kind of tell a story about the scene and like kind of what it was and what it is now, how it's different. And so like, I think um, getting a visit from someone like Sweet Tooth and seeing some of those bits on the streets again is kind of something that kind of, uh, yeah, enlivens my, my day, my working yeah. day. And kind of, you can see like the spark in people's eyes a little bit as well. Mm. So yeah. there's a bit of like nostalgia and also like yeah. a little bit of hope that yeah, oh, things are yeah. good, man. Maybe like, more more nostalgia to be yeah, fair. Yeah, maybe, but yeah, fuck <laughs> I'm it. of that age where that's really important. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, like, yeah, that's a good point. Sweet Tooth coming back and and hitting up the whole of Brick Lane. That was like that was brilliant. And um, yeah, long may continue doing that. Also, um, yeah, notable mentions as well for people that ran like the London International Paste Up Festival. Those guys got like artists from all over the world and stuck their paste ups all over East London. Um, and so many artists that you haven't seen for a really long time, like coming back to the streets or people that have never even been to London, yeah, there was sending a, their paste ups. The, um, the London Police. The London Police, you know, my well, dog's yeah. eyes, like a lot of these guys in there that are doing like brilliant things and they're all in this kind of. Um, tapestry of works on the side of buildings now and that, that, that's been really nice and notable mentions to people like Jim Vision you know like um, keeping a lot of these spaces alive and, and bringing in um, paint jams constantly and constantly being out painting and just constantly doing their thing you know um, and, and it's really important so I think yeah 2022 has been the year of it all sort of coming back coming back a little bit differently but sort of being being good i think it's um i think 2022 has been a really good year and i hope that 2023 continues in that vein um i think that's it for us isn't it Josh? i've had two pints now so, yeah, so we're gonna start it's gonna get gonna get fruity yeah but i just want to add to that a big shout out to every single person who just puts artwork out there oh man yeah like, ever, is, like yeah. whether it's your first piece whether you've been in the game for 30 years mm -hmm. whether you're from east whether you're from the other side of the world just big up everyone who's still putting physical artworks out in public space and give me things to think about man that's such a that. good that is such a good shout because do you know what like it it's something really brave to go and like you know to create art and bear your soul and then put it out in the public domain um it's a really brave and um, admirable thing to do and yeah we appreciate everyone that, that kind of does that and, and that's why we do what we do isn't it because we love it we, we love, love it, we love going we around love like looking at this shit and talking about it because it's it, it's great and we love, it, we love it so much that we leave and we come crawling back exactly <laughs> and on that note guys <laughs> thank you all so much for listening this year um, the podcast has been better than I could have ever imagined thank you for all of the guests that have come on to it um, and everyone that took a leap of faith on it before it was even a thing and they agreed to come and do it um thanks to basement space for like kind of totally having our backs through this year and being like more than podcast guests but people that have kind of really ran this project alongside us in a lot of ways and um i hope everyone has a really nice and safe christmas we love you bye